Welcome to the Blackcast. Blackcast 197. I'm your host Christian Blatt on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. Joined as always by sitting way too close next to me, Captain EO at Jeff DeRay. Are our knees touching? Not yet, but they will be. How are you? Not good. No, no I, rather, <laughs> I, I liked it in the old days when you were on the other side of what? glass. And then on the slightly less old days where you were also on the other side of glass. Sitting next to you. It's very unnerving, but fortunately, really far away from me. The one and only Will Sterling on Twitter, at Will Sterling, just kidding, at Will Sterling underscore. Follow the old guy, yeah. the old at Will Sterling. And just tweet at him <laughs> yeah. every day, yep. like, get off Twitter. Just die already. <laughs> uh, and Your don't grandkids forget, don't give a shit about you. Don't forget to follow at Blackcast on Twitter, like the Blackcast on Facebook, and of course, we have BlackCast.com. It's really a one-stop shop for all your BlackCast needs. It's a shop where you can't spend any money, so don't. Mm. You can just listen to a bunch of episodes for free. No BlackCast t-shirts to sell? No, the but Blackcast uh, store. by the way, it's in the works. What? Uh, to commemorate BlackCast 200, but we're not there yet. Okay. What about BlackCast iron figurines? <laughs> all right, all right. I had to think, I'm like, is it worth it? And I'm like, yes, it is. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, Will Sterling, as everybody knows, a very famous actor, uh, recently seen in an episode of This Is Us. Uh, I, it's, on my, it's on my TiVo. I haven't watched it yet, yeah. but I, I'm sure you were great on it, Will. Uh-huh, I was really good on it. It was, it was inspirational. It was really... Uh, was it motivational? Mm-hmm. It was really, really powerful. I had a big, big part. I played... Um, the guy from Heroes. I just played him. Which guy? Were Ma- you Hero? Mandy Moore. Yeah. You were, wait, Mandy Moore? Mm-hmm, that's who I played. From Heroes? Yeah. Was Mandy Moore on Heroes? No. The other what? guy was, but I just... <laughs> you mean Chuck? <laughs> you're, you're confusing your characters from Tangled. No, uh, Milo Ventimiglia or whatever his name is. Oh, you mean Sylvester Stallone Jr.? That's right. Baby Rocky. But not Frank Stallone. No. This is all very confusing. Uh, anyway, uh, let's let's start with Will's uh, big, uh, you know, not a setback for you. A lot of people would be disappointed by it. No, but I don't care. I heard you talk about it on the Motivation Report. Yes. Apparently me trying to cheer you up was one of several <laughs> no, people it was who like told one, you the same fucking thing. It was one thing. of three. So, I was shocked. Yeah, I was that's like... fine. So, so good. I'm glad you got cut out of it because you no, feel so much wait, better. I don't know if I caught this part where this there's is a, a part one. where he talks shit about you. No. no. Listening he, more he, thoroughly. He didn't. Literally, but he sort of, you know, he dismissed the fact that uh, I was just like, oh, you know, it happens. You know, it's funny. I thought about that after I said that. I was like, I'm going to leave it. Christian will hear this and be like, "Mm -hmm." I was like, you know, Kevin Costner cut out the big chill. And he had a huge part in the big chill that they cut out because they cut out all these flashbacks throughout Uh the whole movie. And uh, they were just like, yeah, it's more impact if the guy's dead. So they cut out probably, you know, 45 minutes of footage with him. But his hairline was still in the movie. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so that worked out. Well, because he's. He's dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. Like Bruce that, Willis. That's the big chill. Uh, but uh, anyway, I look. Unbreakable. Obviously, I'm. I'm making. Wait, what happened to Unbreakable? <laughs> Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. In Unbreakable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they call him Mr. Glass? Yes. Oh, they, they did. Mr. Glass. Uh, are, so obviously, <laughs> I'm uh, fake outraged that uh, you didn't appreciate no, me no, trying I to did. cheer you up. But you know what that says is that a few people were in your corner trying to cheer you up. Yeah, no. I, I so mean, talk I, a little bit about it and how you're not bummed out. And I don't know if you're going to cover this on the Motivation Report, but I find no, it, that was the extent I find it very encouraging it. that, you know, because if it was me... I probably still wouldn't be out of the house. Uh, but I'm so glad so. that you are, well, for a lot of reasons, I'm glad you're not me. For, but, uh, yeah. Well, firstly, no, I well, I mean, I do appreciate that people, like, reached out to me. But I just wanted people to know that, like, I wasn't feeling that way. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, Will must be really right. sad. So, let me explain quickly, though. Because so you were in the episode. I was cast in the episode, yep. just a co-star it's spot. It's a show on NBC called This Is Us, yeah, yeah. which my wife loves, by the way. Cried, I said, Here's cries good. throughout it. I, I'm say. like, all right, I can't watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, I fast-forwarded to see if I was in it or not. <laughs> just you, to, just you, to confirm, because yeah. I had sent out a message, uh, like a picture and stuff on Instagram and Twitter, and my agents had tweeted it and everything. It was yeah. like, see me, and I sent it out to casting directors, sure. like a, like digital postcards, like, see me on This Is Us. And then I got a bunch of messages late that night. I wasn't watching it live, and see people were like... Me. 
feel me. And no, they could neither see you. They were actually everybody was Tommy. What is they that? They were the deaf, dumb, blind kid. What do what you? What well, if you would if you would come to uh, World's Greatest Tribute Bands, the oh, New Generation, oh, oh, you'd oh. probably have Tommy in the forefront of your mind. Sorry, and you could have listened to almost really good Hume Who music? Hume no, music. It was good. Well, we'll Hume's talk about it in a second. Just, but, uh, we Hume. felt like the drummer. The kind, we thought that the drummer kind of ran out of gas after the oh, first few songs. I think that should have been their name, the Hugh. <laughs> Hugh. All right. Uh, so, yeah. so you told casting directors and such. everybody, you know, you just that's you keep you keep in their loops. So they're like, oh, he's booking. You know, that's great. And um, then I got a bunch of messages from friends and stuff that night. Like, did I miss you? What's your part? And I was like, oh shit, we got cut out. And they don't tell you. You know, I mean, like nobody messages right. you. No, be like, hey, by the I way, mean, you didn't make the final they, cut. Yeah, why are they? Yeah, why they don't need to? Oh, you got paid. I, somebody said I still get residuals, so that's cool. But like, I booked it. Whoa. I made the connection. You get residuals. That's what they said. Somebody Ryan, said that. I don't it. know if it's true. I keep getting residuals for Cooper. Barrett. I just got an eight dollar and forty one cent check yesterday for Cooper Barrett on Friday. Yep. That's probably more money than Cooper Barrett made last week. <laughs> Hey yo, hey yo, uh, and uh, yeah. So it's just another job, you know what I mean? Like it was fun to meet everybody and work with everybody, but like I don't have a bunch of stake. If it was a yeah, if it was like costume, like a size of a role, like a big thing where you're like, Fuck. and if you felt like this was gonna be your breakout or role, something, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if, yeah. if if okay, hypothetically, if you were cast as Robin mm-hmm. in a Batman movie, yeah, and then they cut Robin out, right? That would have Are been a game changer. Fuck. You're like, wow. First of all, I would have been awesome because I would have been Robin. Yeah. Because you would have been like Nightwing Robin. Right. Not Girl Robin. What's her name anyway? Girl well, there's Robin. two. There were two technically. There were two? Stephanie Brown and then okay. uh, Carrie Kelly. Carrie Kelly? Yeah. That's when he's old, man. I don't, I don't, old know. I don't, Dark Knight Returns. I don't yeah. like that second name. Carrie Ke- Kelly? What's wrong with I that? thought they were the same one. No. Oh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm sexist. All women look the same to me. Okay. <laughs> they all have boobs. Like they all have boobs and butts. They all look the same. With the lights off. Carrie Kelly is like a super obvious, like, young... Barbara Gordon. It's weird, yeah. I don't really like uh, Please, let's not talk about Barbara Gordon again. <laughs> hey, but yeah, so honestly, as, as somebody who just aspires to work, like, yeah. it's like, eh, like, I don't, it's, and that's what I was saying, like, I, I appreciated people's sentiments and, like, saying, like, hey, don't worry about it, but I was like, me seeing myself on television isn't what matters. Like, I already got paid. I made the impression but I booked the job. for me, it, it's like, I want to see you on television. I like, know. Yeah, that's like, I, I sat did. through an episode of Cooper Barrett because you were on it, and I you made were it. awesome. I made it. You made I the made cut. I made the cut, yeah. yeah. But, and you know, look. Here's, I made the Hulu here, the casual cut. The the casual <laughs> cut. Yeah. The uh, the legitimate showbiz advice is: look, this casting director uh, hired you once. That doesn't you know. Even though you got yeah. the show, you could get hired again for this show. For the same show, yeah. As that character, as a different character, mm-hmm. you could get hired, you know, they could be working on a different show. So, yeah, getting booked for a part is obviously something good. It's yeah. very encouraging. Now, uh, you know, the end result, yeah, you're still getting PAID. That's right. So there's Shucks that. in the bank. Yeah. But, Money's uh, been spent. <laughs> has it? Yeah. What'd you buy? I don't give you that much money. What? Bills. Bills? Yeah. Wow. Nice. I don't think I really bought any. Oh, Nikki's birthday present, maybe? Ooh. Was it was that artwork or something? Yeah, yeah. Jack Skellington. Yeah, talk about what that was. That's actually really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have, I, well, this since artist it's, that Since I, it's like almost Halloween time, we it's can true. talk. Anything that has to do with Halloween, <laughs> it's on topic. This artist that I like and have been following on Instagram for a while, Chris P. Andres, he lives in like New Mexico, but he just does really creepy but cool like sculptures. Yeah, and I mean, so, you posted a picture of it. It's yeah, great. Yeah. I had him make me a Cthulhu head like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I messaged him like late, July actually he was like, Hey, my wife's birthday is like early September. She lives now before Christmas. Could you make like a Jack Skellington? So he was like, Yep. So he made like a. <laughs> it would have been great if he'd been like, Yep, but I won't. And that was the end of it. <laughs> no, he was like, I could, but not for you. He did, and he's really, really nice and uh, uh, very talented. Plug him obvi- at Chris P. Andres, I think, on Instagram. Yeah, so you guys should check him out. But he's great. And so you can see the Skellington on there. You can order your own. He'll make it. He'll make him in a Santa suit for you if you want no, it. No, I love him in a yeah, Santa suit. Yeah, he said he'll customize it. So, you know what? But it was, it's very cool. It's very, it looks like almost like it was like used in the movie because you can like bend his arms and legs and stuff. And he's like super Honestly, tall. looking at it, I just assumed he wasn't posable. Maybe you put in the description. You and can, he's posable, yes. exclamation point. But I didn't. I did write that. Oh. Yeah. So maybe I'm I did write. Actually, I wrote fully posable. And then he messaged me and said, like, be careful. He's not technically fully posable because his hands don't move. And I was like, oh, right. I didn't. I know the hands don't move. I don't know why I put fully posable, but uh, he's, semi, uh, he's semi-posable. He could have flipped you <laughs> off, and now it's a now, and now it's no. just back like, well, uh, this yeah. is a piece of so, shit. So two Take things: back. Jack Skellington in the in the uh, Santa Claus suit yes. reminds me of, you know, uh, for people that have been to Disney World but not Disneyland. Mm-hmm. 
here in Southern California, between uh, Halloween time and Christmas time, the Haunted Mansion turns into the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted yeah. Mansion. And it's always kind of sad when it gets changed back to the Haunted Mansion. To normal Haunted Mansion? Yeah, because I would just like it to stay like that See, forever. it's funny because I, I had gone to Disneyland consistently around that time because it stays that way through Christmas from like Halloween yeah, to Christmas. Yeah, it's like it's because Halloween celebration time starts like mid-September yeah. and I think Christmas ends January like, 5th or something. Yeah, like a few days into January. Yeah. yeah. So and you have a few months to catch it. There was like a span of like five years where every time I went it was in that time and it was always now before Christmas that I was like I kind of want to see the original Hunt of Mansion again. <laughs> and now I've seen it. It's great. Now you've seen it. Well, it's funny because you say that and I got I have a good friend John who used to be in one of those like Disney Disneyland cruise that like oh, go yeah, all yeah. the time and, sh- yeah. and stuff and um, I, I as soon as you said that I could just imagine him being like they not it needs to be the original like that see that kind of person he, yeah he gets like that he's super. he's he's a uh, super big like Star Wars nerd and it's okay. like they've never done anything since the first one that's good enough <laughs> just like no just no to everything like Ewoks bullshit wow. Force I mean, a lot of people feel that way. In my yeah. balls, like I mean, there are people who feel that way. Yeah. Uh, so he only likes Star Wars and the Force Hope, is awakening which, in my balls. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, he'll which, still like <laughs> the rest of the original trilogy, but he's one of those people who maintain that it's like you had a New Hope, which is just a great movie, and you yeah. didn't really need to do anything the else. Star Wars. Game over. I mean, they right. they didn't need to do any more stories, of course. You know, but I, I'm I'm glad they did. Yeah, you know, we can later um, relate it. This is, the, this is an argument we had just the other day. I want to know when you present me with a universe of possibilities like yeah. that, where every character can be fascinating and have a role to play in this greater galactic yeah. Yeah. like I- I- issue. That's fascinating to me. Tell right. me everything. You know who my yeah. favorite character is that never got their own movie, but maybe will now, is when they're in the ca- the cantina. There's the guy who comes up to Luke. And says, my friend doesn't like you. Yeah, yeah. And he's I like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I don't like you either. He has the pig face. And he gets the his arm chopped off. I love that guy. Yeah, I know. Or his buddy does. Somebody gets their arm the, chopped off. The spider face, I thought, got his arm okay. chopped off. Yeah, does. they edit that together much. Uh, they sort of uh, take a few frames away in the special editions, by the way, because his, his arm still comes off. Yeah, his arm still comes off, but you. You have to really look for it, yeah. and I know because I was like, I was like, wait, did they not cut his arm off? And I watched it in slow motion. I'm like, oh yeah, but uh, have you heard I, about the despecialized editions? I have heard that they <laughs> what? <laughs> what wow, that idea? was a big reaction yeah. for Jeff. Jeff, t- <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeff picked a bad moment to have a Starbucks frappuccino chilled coffee so, drink. Uh, it, they took like like laser discs and oh, st- yeah. of the original trilogy, and and fans like. Remastered them themselves, so they're yeah. the original cuts with no fucking. I have a reason to believe illegal, that like, like this is a whole discussion. You have I to just get it the other day. like legally. You have to download I, it illegally. I have, a re- but yeah, I have reason to good. believe that for some reason that Topher Grace was involved in this. He cut all three of the prequels together oh, that's into what he one did. movie. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is also great. Did he, he was cut like, out I was most just bored of the second one fucking for around. us? I'm sure he did. Yeah, please. It's like it's like the Sweet only thing. God. It's just Yoda. And, it, and it's like 90 minutes, too. He cut <laughs> all three movies Sweet. into one 90-minute movie. Okay, uh, you got all you really need, pod race, yep. final battle. Darth Maul, yeah. Um, Actually, I would just be okay if you just cut all of Darth Maul's scenes together, and then that was the end, and you're like, that's Star Wars. That's all of them. Star Wars. Like, okay. Those crazy <laughs> Star Wars. Well, I love the whole the Darth Maul thing where it's like, oh no, he just fell down that pit and like lived down there as half a body for Is that a what while. They said? There's there's like a version well, of it where it's like, some yeah, he just lived in the garbage and then shit. made a spider bottom so, half for oh, himself. Good. Okay. Just yeah. Hung out. Like so bottoms. Darth Maul came back in the Clone Wars series and he's also been back in in Rebels. So they clearly are just like, yeah, we get it, he's dead, but we're gonna still use him anyway and you know it's cartoons really who's mm-hmm. gonna worry about it so much I think the one thing I've always really wanted from a Star Wars uh, movie or something was Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker at full power just kicking ass mm-hmm. right like That's I want to see the true like grip of terror that Darth Vader had over the galaxy like I, I want to see him going in because conceivably in that time before New Hope and like after uh, Revenge of the Sith or whatever yeah he should have just been murdering everyone who came well, in his way. Planets. Just like, yeah. your mind crunch, slap, zip. That's but, awesome. I want to see that. Did yeah. you not see the way that he choked that guy with his two fingers? Uh-huh. That's pretty amazing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that that's full. But you're right. Because we see him, it's like, oh my god, he's becoming very powerful. And then they skip the part where he is Darth Vader. Yeah. And he is, you know. I'm sure that... 
those gaps will be filled in. You know, I, I feel very confident Darth Vader will get his own movie. And, you know, Anakin will not. But uh, I think we'll get more Darth Vader. I think, I think a good medium would be he's like a, a graphic a novel or something. Because in that, you could get real bloody, you could get real violent, and there doesn't really need to be a lot of, like, worry about assassinating people's favorite characters. Because it's in like, Rogue yeah, One. Maybe books. he'll do some cool you, shit in Rogue One. But he, he can only do so much because they still have to win in the end, right? Like, no, they, no, we no, know they, that they don't, don't have to win, win in the end. end. In fact, they I have, have an indication <laughs> that, that they might not win very much. I know. They might steal the plans, but they don't destroy the for sure, yeah. but I'm saying they win because their ultimate goal is always to get the Death Star plans out. Like, you're clearly going on a suicide mission, and right. what, they committed suicide? Who would have thunk? Like, but you got the plans off, and you were successful. It's true. That's true. You know, it's false advertising in Suicide Squad. Only one of them ended up dead. Yeah, yeah. and it was a huge ripoff. The, the one who I realize is on the poster, but you are, like when you go over the poster, you're like, who the fuck is that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, saw it at Entertainment Weekly. It was like in Slipknot, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing in this movie? <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, Wait, why is he wearing the poster? A, why is he wearing a Red Federation shirt? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, let's uh, backtrack for a moment, Will. You mentioned uh, your wife's birthday, and mm-hmm. we teased it like months ago. Oh yeah. That uh, I did not go, and apparently you didn't take any pictures, so <laughs> no, I wasn't there. At the next morning, I was like. Oh, everybody was in 80s themed stuff, and yeah. we didn't take any So you, you're, you had a Stranger Things themed party, I yes. believe, mm-hmm. that uh, Captain EO was there. I did uh, attend. And yeah. usually you count on me to be there to take a lot of pictures, clearly. Sure. That's what you yes. expected to have yeah, Usually Felix is in the foreground of all those pictures, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. You know, I still want a picture of him riding Dave the dog, by the way. <laughs> we have not done it Dave yet. may tolerate it. I'm not sure. You know, Felix is a lot bigger now, that's so true. I don't know. I mean, that was July. So is Dave. He's now 200 pounds. Get out of here. He keeps growing. <laughs> I love that dog so much. I just want to snuggle house. with him on the couch. He he would let you snuggle in for about five seconds and then try to bite you. I love it. <laughs> but five seconds would be great. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about, so you have the Stranger Things theme party, people dressed in uh, 80s theme. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did Jeff just uh, tape a VHS cassette to his shirt? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shout out to Blackcast 175. I taped a mullet to my shirt. <laughs> that would have been awesome, actually. Uh, what uh, what were some some highlights in terms of what people dressed like? Did anybody dress as characters? Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. uh, my two of my friends, Zach and his girlfriend Bethany, did. He was like one of the deputies, like a random character because oh, sure. he kind of looked like him. So he just got like a blue dress shirt and like got construction paper and like made like a paper cop badge and like a paper pocket and then like the paper things where your walkie talkie connects to him but instead of a walkie talkie he just had his phone charger with the like (laughs) curly cord it's great fantastic and she was uh, she was a Winona Ryder character she had a ball of lights that she kept with her it's like her communication to uh, oh so the party would have been better without her to Will Uh, I still think Winona Ryder is good in that show Uh, (laughs) I don't care what you say. I think the coolest thing that you're skipping over was your friend who made the sign oh, with yeah. the Christmas lights that spelled My out. buddy Wes, who's an engineer, we like kind of tossed this idea out. Like we had dinner with them a while ago and like kind of jokingly we were like, oh, we wish we could make it so like the lights like lit up individual things. So he shows up and he's like one of those guys who's so smart. You're like, how do you make it look so easy? Like just really complicated, things that seem really complicated. Mm-hmm. So he just like bought a tiny little hard drive that like just fits little programmable information and it programmed a little thing that flashed the lights individually a happy birthday Nicole H-A-P-P-Y-B you know and uh, put it on the board all LED lights and That's great. Uh, with wallpaper and it was it's just exactly like, the sort of thing you should have taken a picture of. <laughs> yeah. Well, we still have it. We still take a picture. It's no, still Nikki, up there. Nikki took a video of it. You can watch yeah. it on. Her All right. Well, Instagram. see there you go. See, we can count on her yeah. to uh, document these. Bodies. But he's like, I, I just wrote the code in like 15 minutes. Uh, I like that this conversation is essentially like, you were enjoying the moment and focused on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullshit. Right. Record <laughs> it for later. <laughs> but because I wasn't there, I, I, I always expected them like, to enjoy it. So, were there egos? There were a lot of egos. There were. There were dinosaurs. Did you end up nuggets. stuck with a lot of egos afterwards? No, they were pretty much all gone. Because People Je- were going Jeff's nodding. Oh, he's like, oh, yeah, I ate a box. We had dinosaur <laughs> chicken nuggets. I got two out of yeah. like a hundred. Wow. Or more. There was the, like two the, fat there bags. Was, there was a, a high demand for those dino nuggets. Oh, people love them. <laughs> you just you look at me and you're like Dino Nuggets and you're like he's looking at the bell and I should put the bell closer. You're about to, to have him. a lot of those in your house once your kid turns old enough. He's gonna want those Dino what, Nuggets. What the bells? 
Yeah, love Can I have a little Felix size bell? Yep. Uh, Dino Nuggets. Yeah, I know. We're actually very consciously, we were just, my wife and I were just talking the other day. We're trying to not buy chicken nuggets for him. You know, we're oh. trying to like, give him chicken. Okay. And not the nugget variety because, okay. you know, once you start, it's like, oh, yeah, I like this better than the chicken. So, so popcorn chicken. Once you pop, I, uh, you just can't stop. Yeah. My buddy had me brine some chicken breasts and I made us some barbecue chicken breasts the other day. Sweet. Really fucking good. And all it took was 20 minutes in a bag with water and salt. Yep. So it seems like uh, Jeff cooks for everybody mm -hmm. uh, except me. You guys had the big oh, burgers. He could have cooked for you. You just weren't there. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, sorry yeah. that my hospitality is <laughs> swiftly rejected by you at every turn. <laughs> to go to a concert for someone we don't even know. It's true, <laughs> but it's someone I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's the difference that I know. <laughs> you don't have to know her. Uh, so the Stranger Things party, a tremendous success. Yes, it was a lot of fun. We, like. We've left all the lights up. And now we're having a Halloween party, which you guys should know and be aware of. I, I was not aware. No, I am aware. It's okay, on a Friday. Like, now, that's is, interesting because you don't want to have it on Halloween because, no. first of all, it's a Monday. Originally, it was going to be on a Saturday, but Nikki has a movie that's a shift, like a short she was in that's premiering that night, so we cannot host it that night. And nobody does anything on Sundays except for morons like the Super Bowl. Jerks. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, in, in, in L.A., the Super Bowl's at, like, 3 o'clock, so it's fine. Yeah, but mm -hmm. you still get really drunk, and then you're going to be hungover the next speak day. Speak for yourself. <laughs> and speak for Jeff. Sure. Okay, and speak for me. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah speaking for yeah, it's a, We left all the lights up, because we were like, we put all these fucking lights up, they look cool, I'm not taking these down. Yeah, why, well, you're, why would you're you? You're right, you're, you're sitting right in the light season, right? You got yeah. Halloween, where it's pretty acceptable well, we're going to take them down after up. Halloween. Yeah, and then Will you has his like, own. You yeah. could just kind of cover them up for about a month, and then uncover them like, Christmas! Yes! Pretty much. Pretty much. I do bring out one long strand of white lights for November. Just to have a just little Just for glow. November. Yeah. Oops. These yeah. are the November non-denominational the, yep. lights. These go around the banister to light your way. These are the Thanksgiving that. lights. That's correct. These lights are for the high holy days. We put them up a little later, I but put it's the blue, all right. the blue lights up for Hanukkah. When Jim Kirby and I invented the high holy days, <laughs> we wanted to know, what Spider-Man do for Shabbos? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean to laugh? Because it was just like in my head. I'm like, I don't even know if that's funny. But Jeff laughed, and that's all that really matters. Uh, and I want to just imagining Spider-Man on with shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Now, would he put the, just like ripping pieces of bread for Yom now, Kippur. Would Spider-Man put the yarmulke on the mask, or would he pull down the mask and Peter Parker wearing a yarmulke? Well, technically, Please he wouldn't really need to wear one, right? Because his head's already covered by a mask. I feel like it's disrespectful, though. If he doesn't... Wasn't that the point of a yarmulke? I don't know. I, I'm, it feels like to cover your head because yeah, you're not... The idea of a yarmulke is you're covering at least part of your head uh, from God because God's so much holier and he looks down on you. So, like, the yarmulke is a sign of respect for, like, the Lord on high. For Questions. G for G-O-D. Question. Okay. Does God look down on Spider-Man? I don't think he should. No, I think God we should all look up to Spider-Man. Spider That's correct. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, one, one, Claire, we had that conversation. Uh, one other uh, loose thread that we need to pull on Will, and it's uh, one of my favorite things oh, that no. happened. What did I no, do no, that? it's not. It's not actually that okay. bad. It's just something you forgot to talk about. So when we were talking about you at Salt Lake City Comic Con, Salt yes. Lake Comic Con, yeah. uh, I asked you a question. And you're like, "I'll get to it. Don't worry about it." And oh. then you didn't get to it. Oh, I don't even remember. It was, what it, was. it was about. So there was a contest for the Marriott there. Oh yeah, and it was like what we had to share or see if you can get the most likes. Yeah. And you did get a lot of likes, but I assume there was probably some well, picture clearly with we like, didn't win with like told us. two sexy broads or something no, that won. It was like a little three year old girl dressed up like Ray. Cheating. Yeah. That's and cheating. I was like No cuteness. Yeah, no. come on. No. Fucking see. intricate superhero costumes versus like she's like yeah. wearing a robe and yeah. like has a, it, a wood staff and like some a, toilet we get paper. It. You're an orphan. Yeah. Get over yourself. <laughs> Jeez. What are you gonna even do with yeah. this stupid abandoned little girl just wandering around like where's my mommy? Yeah. Someone snapped a stupid <laughs> picture. Now she wins a dumb contest like an ass. Pretty much. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff wasn't even part of the contest, and he's really he's angry. more mad. Yeah. I don't know, I like but that was our competition, and uh, and I believe we probably lost to her. Probably did. I lose wouldn't be surprised her. if we came in second, though. You guys, uh, you guys were hit, and yeah. your buddy is on Twitter as it's just SLC Green Arrow. Yeah, right? his Instagram page too. That's yeah. all his pictures. That's well, great, though. And I don't know. Does he show up as Green Arrow at other events, or is yeah? It... Now he's starting to do stuff in the in the Salt Lake City area. That's great. Because yeah. you know what? Look, you know, Green Arrow is needed in whatever city he's in. It's true. You know, I'm sure there's there's plenty of uh, eh, there's plenty of killer crocs that need to be stopped. I know that's not Green Arrow, <laughs> but you know, if he showed up, yeah. Green Arrow would. Yeah, he'd he, help out. He, he's like, I have to. Right. You know, 
Even even the Ninja Turtles and Shredder had to deal with Killer Croc, did they not? That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I forgot to bring you. Sorry. That's okay. But uh, did Jeff already read it? No, Jeff no, isn't ready. No. So we'll have to talk about it once we've all read it's okay. it. Okay, I still have Jeff's comic too. It's an amazing <laughs> crossover between Batman and the Ninja Turtles, yeah, which really I will give you the next time I see you. Sorry. Unless you want it back, so then you no. can give it to him. No, no I can just okay. Yeah. Hey. I just I don't know what the rules are. Did you get the Star Trek Green Lantern? No, you think he gave that back to you? Yeah, I got that back. To you. That was at the party. Okay, because I wasn't. I got to bring it to you. Uh, but that also seems like fun, Star Trek Green Lantern. Yeah, you know, well, there's like, look, there's all this great stuff. You know? I gave him that Justice one, the Justice League oh, that you yeah. saw. I'm, I love that. That's one. a great one. So good. Alex Ross is the man. Yeah. Yeah, I let uh, I let uh, I finally got all my comics back from Jeff. Oh yeah. Mm. And uh, interestingly enough, my. Were the pages uh, stuck together? My Winter Soldier kind of smelled like a like a like an ice pop. I don't know what happened there, Jeff. No idea. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> it actually didn't smell like an ice pop. But tell tell Will what happened because oh, I, I never, he I didn't never tell me Will what knows happened. you're the last to know. Yeah, I oh, finally told him. To you. Yeah, he already told me when I was at his house, and I was like. Why don't you just tell him? You already got him a new one. He's yeah. not going to care. I know. but It it's wasn't like, like a mid-condition like, issue one it of it. It was almost like it was something that happened like 20 years ago. And you're like, you know, we can laugh about yeah. this now. <laughs> but, but look, at the time, I stole your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> because, because when it happened, I was fucking devastated. Yeah. It was like the one thing you had given me that was like in some sort of like covering. And it's the no, one thing I fucked up. Way, and every, I was like... Every issue of classic X-Men was yeah, in plastic. But I was saying at that time you had given me like several graphic novels oh, yeah, and yeah. that was the only one that was like all wrapped up. So mm-hmm. I was like, better be extra careful with this one. Well ah! that, that graphic shit. novel was a gift from uh, Rob Lorich. So now oh. the one that you got Thanks, the popsicle Rob. all over is yours. So yeah. Rob Lorich gave you a gift. <laughs> Thanks, and then Rob. you turned around and gave me a gift. Yeah. So that's the way it all works out. But uh, you know, when we were talking about all the comics you were reading. Jeff, uh, sorry, my headphones. I realized it wasn't the microphone. I'm like, wait, my uh, something's wrong, and I'm like, it's just in my ears. Oh. Uh, it's the voices in my head. Last time we were talking, uh, we were talking about how Jeff had like 45 issues of X Men to read, and Will was very dismissive. Oh, if somebody loaned me those, you know what I'd be saying? I'd say. Keep them. I don't want to fucking read them. And I'm like, great. You don't have I to. never said that. No, that's almost exactly what you said. When did I, I say that? The, it was the last episode of the Blackcast, and I know okay, because I, I listened to that. edit it, and you basically said that. Yeah. No, no. I mean, my whole thing is just like I've had people be like, "Hey, read all this stuff," and I'm no. like, "This is really overwhelming." Right. And I would never give someone unless for, someone yeah, said yes. I yeah, will. Unless I will do someone it. said I want to read all three thousand comics that you say are in your garage. That's true. And I was like, great. Let's let's start with some of the greatest X Men stories ever told. Now mm-hmm. I realize. You stopped short of Days of Future Past, so you're like three issues away from reading all of the best X-Men stories that have been and will ever be told, wow. but you're pretty much there already. So just in general terms, for somebody that's thinking like, oh, I'd like to read the new X-Men starting with Giant Size X-Men and Uncanny X-Men 94 through <laughs> Infinity, uh, your thoughts through basically your 1975 to 1980s worth of X-Men comics. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, I loved... Seeing how they would set up storylines like months in advance or like years in advance based on like their timeline, right? You'd have a character pop up in one issue and then it'd be like nine issues later where they're the actual bad guy. You're right. Like, Holy shit. All uh, this time it was in the making. I know. And I, I can appreciate that as like someone looking back and realizing like how much time it, it took for all these things to be set up. Uh, the storylines were fascinating. Um, I really. You know, I could see how the original X-Men, were the ones that I missed, were all supposed to be like, a, you know, this group of kids coming together, learning their powers. Yeah, so the original X-Men, which was uh, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman, Beast, non-Blue Beast, mm-hmm. Angel. If I said Iceman, I'm saying him again, but I think that's everybody. Yeah. And if, you know what, if I've left anybody out, eventually Havoc and Havoc Polaris, and Polaris came into yeah. the mix, yeah. And all that stuff. But it was like the, the classic X-Men, the one you gave me, were all kind of about multiculturalism, which is a lot of what X-Men has become, at least in my lifetime. That's what they've represented in, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, which when we talk about Luke Cage, uh, we'll talk about how he, as a character, came from an era where they wanted to be much more inclusive, which it's crazy because you hear a lot about it now but this was in the 70s and I'm I'm not saying that DC didn't do this I'm just aware of the characters that Marvel did they had a concerted effort to put forth you know there were a lot of there were a lot of black characters that had their own books a lot of female characters had their own books and yeah I mean you look at that 
combination of X-Men for giant size X-Men. You know, sure they got they got rid of the Asian guy and spoiler alert they killed the Native American guy <laughs> in three issues. Yeah. Which as I alluded he was to the fucking that, stupidest that, character. Uh, that's when I knew you'd only read three issues because <laughs> you were just, I was just like, oh yeah, so uh Warpath or no uh Thunderbird, right? Yeah. And you're like, uh-huh, yeah, Thunderbird. I'm like, okay, so you haven't read more than that. <laughs> but anyway, uh yeah, so no, it's great character development and you just get to understand these characters like why they're so Beloved, and you basically see, you know, the movie versions and the cartoon versions are basically these fully formed characters that were being developed. And I always talk about how Wolverine, before he was in the X-Men, they didn't know that much about him. They actually, he was designed Herb Trimp or Herb Trimpy. I don't even know how you pronounce his name, but he was a writer for The Incredible Hulk, which is where... Wolverine premiered Mm -hmm. he uh, his thinking was that the claws were actually in Wolverine's gloves and Mm -hmm. so then that was a big reveal of like whoa those are inside his 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 hands Mm -hmm. you know but uh, so there was a lot of that stuff that happened and the language is amazing everybody calls each other hey mister yeah we talked about that on here hey pal Wolverine throughout his history still calls people bub see okay I said bub because I like bub I don't remember him actually calling people bub you don't he does he definitely he definitely said, yeah, there's I a lot that of was like, the coolest thing as a listen, kid. bub. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of bub. I mean, you know, you might not even be there yet. Maybe the the bub stories are still yet to come. But uh, but uh, the the interesting thing that when I think about old X-Men comics and, you know, this is Black Cast 197 and I'm remembering in my mind's eye the cover of Uncanny X-Men 197 and it has Dr. Doom on it. And what I love about those stories is sometimes if they felt like it served the story, yeah, Spider-Man will show up. It's not a big deal. You don't, you know, bring in characters just because it's like, well, we're going to probably sell some more comics. It just served the story better. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that from the X-Men movies, of course. A little bit on the cartoon show, because I know they did a crossover with the Spider-Man cartoon, but you don't get as much of that. And I, I like the fact that it's like, you know what, yeah, you, Doctor Doom is largely focused on the Fantastic Four, but sometimes he gets into shit where the uh, the X-Men are involved, you know? And I don't know, I just, I, I like that about those comics, is, you know, characters like Colleen Wing, who you talked about, Cyclops dating. Anyway, that's what I like about those. You know, there were there were some technical glitches while we were talking, but I think that that's all been wrapped up. I just ate a donut. But uh, of course you ate a donut because they're there and they're delicious. Yep. Damn you. But no, why would he bring any for you? you know, They'll still be he out hates there. Me. In it's theory. Right. Uh, anyway. Like cream filling or something. <laughs> no, it did really. It had something in it. No, oh, I know that you had the the Boston cream munchkin. What? Yeah. Did you even know they made such a thing, Jeff? I didn't know they made them in Munchkins, but yeah. Boston cream donuts. No, no, be... but now they're now they're Munchkin form, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get one because you're stuck in here. You might be the last one, <laughs> but you can you can go to Dunkin' Donuts and buy one. Uh, anyway, yeah, look, I think that's interesting. And uh, Jeff had recently off air been telling me about something else that he's now reading. Uh, explain to Will and our audience what you're reading now and why you settled on it. I, I Will actually saw the, the grip of stuff that I bought, but so I finished all the ones that I had, like all okay. the other ones, except for I'm about halfway through that Nightfall one that's about oh, like yeah. 600 some odd pages. Right, and is you just wanted to three, read it. Is that I'm, all three parts of Nightfall combined into one? That's what I'm trying he to find out. He says it's 600 it says, pages. Yeah, it that says it's like volume lot. one, but I'm it, it's a lot's happened so far already. Um, I'm guessing it's most of it because it is so dense. Mm-hmm. But I, I picked all this stuff. Uh, what Christian was alluding to is I, I go into these like comic book stores and I was like, I want to learn about these people. And then I was like trying to look through their things. And then I was just like, fuck trying to get the one that looks like it's earliest. Which one's the thickest? Yeah, like, right. Which one has the most, the content? most content? And yeah. that's what I went and I've just been trying to get those so that I'm like, this Jean- has the most Jean Paul Valley showed up yet? No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and you loaned me a, a uh, what it's just called Justice. Yeah, it's called Justice. And, and you know, it's a good we, like 400 pages or so. We've talked at great length that, uh, sorry, great length. I mean, <laughs> what, what, you know, if, if, if that doesn't deserve a ding, I don't know what does. We've discussed repeatedly how, you know, I'm just waiting for the thing that convinces me that Aquaman is is cool. And we told just, you to watch the no, no, movie. But I haven't tune. watched it yet. And I will. Simple. I still haven't watched it. I hard. still haven't watched read 67 minutes of Read his current book Voltron. that's running right now. I, okay, I'm not going to read his current book, but he's in this. And he's, in, he's in the one you have. Yeah, and so I, I now have it, so that's going to make it easier. Well, he doesn't do anything that particularly you're like, wow, he is a central focus of the central bad guy because he is so powerful and unique. I, I, powerful and unique. 
that's uh, that's on my business card. <laughs> I wish it was. But powerful not. Hello, nice to meet you. My name is Jeff Dore. I am powerful and, and powerful unique. And unique. Uh, so look, there's there's plenty of uh, comics that need to be read. So you let me know when you're ready for the next round of X Men comics. Seems like you're exploring I'm a lot. I'm pretty much ready. I've, I'm gonna finish this Nightfall probably in the next yeah. two or three sessions of reading. Well, just know that the next batch is going to be actual Uncanny X Men issues, not classic X Men. So keep your fucking popsicles away from my comics. <laughs> <laughs> Wash I, your hands. Part wear of the gloves. reason it took me as long to read the, those X Men is because, because I had so many popsicles. <laughs> no, because I was so devastated from what had happened to the graphic. <laughs> Novel. I was like, if I, I can't touch read these, these I will... unless I wash my hands and sit far away off the couch and don't let anything near me. You have a machine that turns the pages for you. We, we you should just get gently you... blow the pages over. We should get you rubber gloves, which you could probably use in your private life anyway. It's true. I mean, I don't think I don't think I'm going to do dishes. Uh, yeah. Circling back, this is not from a previous podcast, but uh, Will, we were talking about Salt Lake Comic Con, yeah. and one thing we haven't talked about on the podcast is you also went to Long Beach Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Now, how are you dressed for that? And talk about some of your interactions. I was Superman there. there. I just went for one day. You just went for one day with Nikki, yeah. And how was Nikki dressed? Just normal. So she can we just say can we just say she was Lois? That's Lane? what people just kept saying. They're yeah, like, oh, you're that's Lois perfect. Lane. Yeah, she's like, no, but you know what? Okay. You should have given her a diary with a bullet in it. That's what <laughs> that would have been perfect, and you'd yeah. been like, yeah, and you could just you know turn to the page. A and dead picture yeah. of dead Jimmy Olsen. Too soon. I know. <laughs> Too soon. I know. Whoever knew that he worked for the fucking CIA? Superman's pal. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Superman's dead pal, <laughs> who we never got to meet. No. Sad. As soon really. as they, like, the, the, people were like, I can't believe they just killed Jimmy Olsen. I'm like, I can't believe they're trying to say Jimmy Olsen's in the fucking CIA. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that would never happen. I, it's because what are you going to do? Like, hey, here's this, like, really dark, gritty, realistic Superman movie. And here's some twerp retard kid who comes in and is just like, hey, Superman! <laughs> And he's just like, yes, let us stop down this whole thing with aliens battling and destroying the world to hang out with this child. He's definitely not mentally handicapped. He's not, but, I thought he was. No. (laughs) No, he's a Superman's pal. Yeah. Which, by the way... I'm just saying, when you call somebody like so-and-so's this was like in the 40s, wasn't it? Wolverine calls everyone Bub. It sounds very much like like, their pal. Have you been to my foundation? It's Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, He's either dying of cancer or mentally handicapped. Now, which one of these two things would be harder to believe? One, that Jimmy Olsen is in the CIA. Or two, Alfred is a member of the troupe of The Thunder from Down Under in Las Vegas, the mail review show. Which one do you think would be easier to believe? Alfred. Yeah, me too. Actually, that's actually why I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I can oh, see that. Yeah, pennyworth. Yeah. Get your pennies worth. In, in, ooh. Get your pennies worth. Oh, wow. Pretty sure. Uh, pretty yeah, we sure were just... that's the title of the episode. <laughs> Hang on, keep talking. Well, I got to tell. We were just there for a couple hours. Met up with a friend. She was dressed as uh, as Barb. Oh, I did see that, things. which was great. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, bought some art and came home. Wasn't big. That wasn't a big. Ta-da. That wasn't a big one. Now, are, no. are you, you're going to go to we'll uh, Stanley's LA Comic Con at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, are, what are your plans for cosplay? You're just going do, as a civilian. Yes, I have a cos- costume that's being made. Can you tell us, or will, I, it it will be, be unveiled? It will be unveiled when I uh, uh, via social media. Or are you going to yeah. forget to take any fucking pictures? Of no, it? there'll be a lot of pictures. <laughs> there'll be a lot of pictures. Uh, is it could be Alfred as? Penny's worth and yes. the Thunder from Denver. Yes, actually. It's just a Chippendales outfit, but I shave my head and have a tiny little mustache. Well, uh, look, we could uh, do an entire black cast where we talk about uh, Luke Cage, but uh, I've saved it for the end so that we don't do that. <laughs> but I do really want to talk about Luke Cage. And, uh, Will, I'm going to let you go first. Just sort of an overview. I'm going to chime in with some things that I, I, I took way too detailed notes mm-hmm. throughout each episode as wow. I was watching. I didn't do that. I know, because I thought, like, oh, I'd do that. That would be fun. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm never going to use all these now because that's that's like a whole hour of talking about Luke Cage. But uh, give give sort of an overview. I mean, you and I have talked about it. Sweet Christmas indeed. Sweet Christmas. So, uh, Will, you have talked about it to me before, but we haven't talked about it on the Blackcast. So. Uh, besides Captain America, it is my new favorite Marvel thing. Is he a is he a black Captain America? It's kind of a very you know minimalized sort of minimizes what he does. But do you feel like that he has that kind of code? Is why I'm saying it. You know because I don't know about Captain America you, code, Captain but. America, Superman, they're all you know. And look, obviously Luke Cage has some things in his past, but yeah. just because he went to jail doesn't mean he's a bad guy, right? You know, right? It, 
I would argue, well, they, they say in Luke Cage that what the, the process that the doctor puts him through is uh, basically a variant of the super soldier formula that right. made Captain America. So yeah. in that way, yes, he is very much like Captain America. However, the a central point for me that they make about Captain America is that the serum enhances his already, like, extremely high, like, moral virtue, American way, and all that stuff. So you take this kid who already at, like, a 90-pound soaking mm-hmm. wet, getting his ass kicked because he, like, won't back down, is, like, true to, like, all these values and all this other stuff. Hi, and my it- name's Steve Rogers. I want to suck at the jury. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the way that that, that movie starts. Nailed yeah. You nailed <laughs> it. Fuck you, Hitler. Steve Rogers. Uh, Maybe that's the title. But oh, yeah, they fuck can... you, Hitler. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, you're, uh, sorry, back but, to your point, Captain. I was just saying, yeah, uh, I feel like Captain America's personality is a part of his superpowers, whereas Luke Cage, they say that his, like, speaking voice, his ability... So, like, they have that scene, um, spoilers, they have that scene... Oh, yeah, let me just say, everything we talk about is going to be assuming you've seen all 13 episodes of Mm -hmm. Luke Cage, so... Uh, They they try to make the point to it, I think, in the scene where he's in the police station talking to Misty about everything that's happened, saying, like, I didn't kill the cop, I didn't do this, I was out of the state, I was going through shit, and you notice it's, like, as he's talking, slowly all the other police that are in the room that are meant to just be going about their business stop and listen to him. Mm -hmm. And in the first time I watched it, because I watched that twice the first time i watched it i was just thinking like oh they're all just like transfixed on what he's saying because it's like this guy's a cop killer they want to know what's going on but later after i had done some reading about luke cage they say one of the things about him is that it's like almost like his oratory is a power his ability to public speak and inspire and and speak to people is one of his like defining characteristics so you could take that as his moment of like he's speaking to all these people who basically want him dead. Like, the cops at this point think he's killed one of their own, like, he's a piece of shit, all this other stuff, and yet they're all just transfixed by his speech, and none of them show any malice towards him for the rest of it, so you could say it worked. Mm. Uh, So that's more what he's got versus Captain America's, like, this tactical genius. Luke Cage is meant to be, like, a figure in the streets, and that's what he does. He talks to to people. He talks, uh, and he's got morals but they're not like the american way or military morals it's just different no i think it's an interesting point because if you think about it you know he repeatedly throughout the tv series and just as a character he's a very reluctant hero he's like i'm not you know i ain't no hero and he's just a guy who he knows what's wrong and he's like well i i can do all this stuff so i kind of have to help out but man i (laughs) I'm getting too old for this shit, you know? I mean, he's basically Danny, like he's young Murtaugh. Danny Glover. Yeah. He just, like, doesn't want to have to get him. But he, he knows he needs to. Which, you know, I believe... I believe a young man once said, with great power comes great responsibility. And Luke Cage understands that. When Jack Kirby and I invented Luke Cage... Anyway, Will, what uh, are... So you're saying it's one of your favorite Marvel things ever? Yeah, because it's so different. It is very different. This is the thing that I've like been waiting for, and because it just doesn't look and feel. I mean, granted, the Netflix shows don't look and feel like the movies, which I also really like. No, there's a very common feel for Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and to yeah, some they extent, all have a share of Cage also feels right, that way. But right. yeah, very different from the. But movies. it's about real issues. It's about what's going on right now. It's I think really, really relevant and really important that we have it. It's uh, just stylistically, it's. All the influences are really fun. There's like this kind of Shaft, Trouble Man feeling to yeah. it. Also like Empire, but also like, uh, you know, old uh, kung fu movies, the kind of way they do the music. And, and I've never seen anything associated with Marvel in print or visual or just audio or animated. Use the I, uh, they don't just use the N-word. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... I'm, I'm glad. You know, it's culturally like that's theirs. They basically spend it. the N... It's basically they make the N-word rain. You right. know, they're just dropping it everywhere. Right. But they and, also have a thing where... But they have a reason anytime, for it. Anytime it's introduced to Luke, he's like... You don't call don't me call that. that. I mean, yeah. That's not what I yeah. am. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and that's how the showrunner, I mean, obviously it's a black showrunner, and that's how he, I think, draws contract. And I think he believed that, too. It's like Luke Cage kind of stands for this this idea of, like, we need to be people helping people up instead of continuing to push people down. Yeah. And we need to be uh, examples for our own community, too. You know what I mean? Not just the whole, the whole world, but for people who... Uh, I don't know, just feel like their only option is to pursue being in gangs and being in all this stuff. And Luke Cage is like, no, you don't have to do that. Well, you know who I feel like says it? 
I don't know if, if it's just me or, or something I picked up on, but it's like, or because she survives through the end of it, but Black Mariah. Uh, mm-hmm. Whom they I, just call Mariah in this, but yes, right. she was always, yeah, her character well, name like, is Black Mariah. I don't but call me that. She is, she is Black Mariah. Yeah. Right. It's just like how he doesn't want to be called Cottonmouth. Yeah. You know, but uh, uh, Cornell. That's right. <laughs> uh, she, I feel like, there, she, the one thing that she did very well, that, uh, that actress, was when she would say the word, when she would speak about, like, people, yeah. like, uh, when she's talking about the mic stand disappearing. Yeah, I actually have that in my notes. Yeah. It's like she, like, when, she when, says it's convenient, disdain. when it's convenient to make her point, she throws the N-word around. It's like, you know, you can't trust N-words around yeah. equipment. Yeah. Yeah. And, but but the way she says it. And I was like, it, wait, we do know that? Like, yeah. it's like, I'm not, I don't, I, she I says it with show disdain. business. She I did says not know it. that. The same yeah. way, like that, it's meant to be a, a derogatory yeah. remark, and yeah. I think, I think the fact that you have that, even though it's like within the same uh, ethnicity, further belays the point that it's like, this is the sentiment that goes with this word. They're using it, but they're not endorsing it. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, no. And look, I think it, it, it is part of it, but it adds to that overall feel that does make it very different. I mean, yeah. it's very believable that it's part of the the Hell's Kitchen Marvel universe, the right. Netflix universe. Uh, you know, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, as as the universe expands, and uh, you know, we get Iron Fist, who uh, I'm sorry, will is not going to be the funny he should one. Be the funny I one. know, but he's not going to really be the funny should one. Be the funny one. I don't know that the funny one, whoever it is, is going to fit into this world. Uh, by the way, March 17th. That seems so far away. You know that we have to wait until March 17th. It'll be before you know it. For it'll give you something to look forward to after Christmas yeah. is over. No, that's true. But uh, uh, anyway, so there's just there's a lot of you know just stylistically the the look of the show is you're like you said it's different but mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. and the music is fantastic. The music is awesome. You know, and it's just there's. Playlists that have popped up on uh, on Spotify, Spotify, mm-hmm. and also on that SoundCloud. That song is really good. Which one? Jadena, the one that's like "Hail to the Chief." Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's great. Uh, and then yeah, all the real the live musical acts in the show are. It's cool, great. Too. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that those like old. I can't. I don't know who they are, and I feel like I look stupid by just seeing like the old guys that were playing um, when well, right when Diamondback first took the stage. Well, D Nice shows up a few times uh, as a DJ. And not not, not the DJ. Nice. It was okay. they almost uh, they sounded like I know what you mean. It was sort of like the James Brown. Yeah, they, yeah. He, but he sounded I, like Bobby Brown, but he looked like he was fifty. Right. And he yeah, might like, just do yeah. in that song. Exactly. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I I know, I should, I don't know, it's almost like I, it would have been good to have like sort of the, the little uh, MTV pop up as the song started. Like, here's here's the artist, here's yeah. the album. You Method know, Man I, playing himself. By the way, Method Man oh, playing himself. That was dope. I, I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, I didn't either. I, was just like, I knew he had sung that song. I listened to that song before that I watched it. I was like, it. oh, okay, so Method Man, you know, did a did a little walk on in the bodega. That's great. That's yeah. funny. And then it's like, oh, no, he's going to sit down with Sway. Yep. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, can you can you freestyle for us? I was like, yes, of course I can. I'm going to freestyle about Luke Cage. And you notice that his, the when, once he gets... Method Man's hoodie. They don't shoot that shit up. No, but I love the uh, the it's fact true. that they all start having the mm-hmm. hoodies with the bullet, yeah. uh, the bullet holes in it. Because yeah. look, I have a great Luke Cage sweatshirt, which you guys saw I was wearing until mm-hmm. you know showed off before we saw the show. Uh, yeah, a, a friend of uh, my wife's uh, was the assistant to the showrunner on Luke Cage season one. May go back for Luke Cage season two, which would be great because then I could get more free stuff. But as I was watching, I kept seeing the sweatshirt. I'm like, that sweatshirt. No, mine's not gold on the inside, but oh, it's oh. got you know the zippers. The same. I'm just like, yeah, that's my sweatshirt. Sweet. And I then I started thinking, I'm like, why does my sweatshirt not have even one bullet hole in the back? Just take it to a shooting range and shoot it. <laughs> okay. That can actually put, sounds can, really fun. Can, yeah, can we put it? That. Can we put it on Bujenski to do that? To yes. shoot Bujenski. Yeah. What? Right? He's like the little dummy. He's we'll do shape. the bulletproof cup. <laughs> uh, but there's <laughs> look there's uh, I, Luke Cage is a great character obviously Misty's a great character it's nice to see Claire I think we get yeah, a lot of Claire Temple in here and I think that you know it's uh, she, she, she she's gets, just in love she with, gets more attractive as she gets older I, I mean I love Rosario Dawson yeah I'm and, like what the fuck yeah and she uh you Someone know. told me Cubans particularly robust. <laughs> I know, and There's I love some the good just, fucking corny ass gr- lines, but it's like, they're great because he like can say them so I, well I that you're she, like, she calls out how corny he is, yeah. you know, and she's like, "But you're right," yeah. and it's like, "Oh shit, Luke, oh, he's gonna tap that." Oh. And then, uh, what about Jessica? Jessica Jones? Yeah. Look, he hit it. Supposed and quit to get married it. or something? 
Uh, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, oh. I know that they did in the in the comics, but, uh, you know, I don't think... Uh, I think season two of Jessica Jones could have some romance between her and Nick Luke Cage. I don't... I almost I, said Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, some romance between Jessica Jones you, and Nick Cage. Are they going to do a second Jessica yeah, Jones? they yeah. definitely are. Yeah, okay. I, they weren't Probably sure at first. Probably after the Defenders. Uh, yeah, it's hard to know what the timeline is. It, all indications are that they're filming Punisher now. Okay. And not Defenders now. Damn, they're fast-tracking that Punisher. Yeah, well, I think that they probably always knew that they yeah, were going to do. Yeah, of know? course. And they did have a little while. <laughs> Bless you, William. Excuse me. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, so I think that, uh, you know, look, how far apart have these Marvel series been? It's been like four or five months. I'm trying to... Since Jessica Jones? Yeah, no, Daredevil season two. Daredevil season two was after that Jessica was Jones. Like so March-ish. it's basically, yeah. I think Jessica Jones was in like November last year. So they're doing it like two, yeah. two a year. Two a year, About, basically, yeah. 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 And I don't know, maybe they'll squeeze in another one if, next year. But if, Okay, so we all, we, we've said that it was great. Now can I say that I had a few problems with Luke Oh, Cage? please, I'd love okay. to hear your problems. Okay, uh, very ending. There is zero chemistry between Black Mariah and Shades. Do not have them kissed. Yeah. Well, Do not try to have a yeah, romance there. No, no, it I was the most that. awkward, stupid fucking scene I don't the whole think show. it's a romantic kiss. I think no, that was kind I, of like a power I think it's just thing. more like... Yeah, that's yeah. I think well, exactly what Will just, said was hopefully because if yeah, they do try to have be. that happen, no. it would be a um, terrible idea. I do feel like Shades in general was very underutilized. It's like we get it; he wears sunglasses. Yeah, and there is a you know there's a great moment where he's talking to Diamondback, and Diamondback's like, "Did you forget who you're talking to?" And Shades is like, "Did you forget who you're talking to?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, Shades, you're gonna put your sunglasses on when you say that." But uh, and. I was sort of expecting some reveal that he had some powers. Right. And, you know, I thought that, you know, if he takes, if he looks you in the eye, because early on he says to Cottonmouth, look me in the eye and tell me. I was like, all right, maybe he can tell if somebody's lying or he has some, like, mild telepathy. And if he does, they didn't tell us about it. So, and I could have Googled the character, but but I liked, I wanted to be in the dark. You could have had some stuff about that, uh, because he could have, again, I don't know anything about him either, but you could have had them experimenting on him in Seagate. That's kind of what I thought we would see at some point. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. I thought his, uh, I liked Theo Rossi because I also liked him in um, Sons of Anarchy. Um, but he well, had some over time he, in that show. He became the worst character. Oh, I know. It's so unfortunate because he started off so great. Yeah. But he he just had I don't know I don't know if it was directorially or whatever. But he just had some weird wooden kind of moments that I was like no definitely. Just I think in general in? I liked him because he was there, playing it like I'm yeah. so cool. I was like yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, you're actually not that cool. Those sunglasses are not they're just Ray Bans. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, I, I felt like he was off. a little bit inspired <laughs> by like Mac playing Nightman in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Somehow doubt he was here's your Total troll. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was a problem you had, Jeff. What are some other uh, problems you had? I didn't like that. I felt like there was times where the production value is just shitty. And it's like, I understand that you have 13 hours worth of footage to make, and maybe budget could be a constraint. But I'm like, if you're going to go straight to Netflix, I want HBO level like results. And I think well, for the most part, the production you get value it, was higher than Jessica Jones. It was. And I'm not saying that it's, it's terrible. It's just little things like, you got hit by a gun in the face now there's just blood but no cut like randomly on your face like the makeup in this was probably the worst like they they did a very bad job on like the effects makeup that's probably true but it's just like if you're gonna have your superheroes only real powers being really strong like they did a good job they gave us a couple like throws and taught I know but but I'm saying like powers that you're gonna have to do effects for uh-huh. right like to a degree yeah yeah. That and squibs I kinda like are that the general. Didn't. I kind of no, like it, that it wasn't. It's so... not an issue that you have to do that. I'm saying if that's all you've got to do, then you have no excuse to to cheap out. Do on you have the a moment where stuff? you remember, like, oh, the production values in this sequence or in this episode, or was it just a general? Uh, there was a scene where um, somebody gets pistol whipped, and then they just show like a little bit of like fake blood on his face with literally no cut uh-huh. and nothing there's just like some fake dry blood just like on his oh it's um Domingo I think the guy who owned the boxing gym right? and he okay. loves to him some candy bars it, by it's the way when, it, when Diamondback's getting his power suit and all that right. and then Luke Cage comes through and then Luke Cage is talking to him and Domingo's like basically he's supposed to be dead 
and all he's got is some fucking fake blood on his face with no original wound. Mm -hmm. It's like, all you had to do is get one of those fake little cut things and put it on, and then, oh, you have a cut. I was not paying, but like, I guess, close enough attention. Because It was because I was watching it for the second time around. You so watched already, all 13 episodes twice? No, I watched all 13 episodes, and then I watched episode, like, 7 or 8 through 13 again because okay. Natasha had fallen asleep, so I had to ah, rewatch them all with okay, her. Okay. Um, and you were playing the Star Wars video game on your phone. That is also true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I only know because you told me. So it's like if you didn't want me to mention it here, you shouldn't have told me. No, yeah, and and so I paid more attention the second time through. Which, by the way, when I go see Rogue One, I'm going to play a Luke Cage game on my phone all the time. So it's gonna, just the world's going to balance out. Yeah. No, it, I liked the show. I liked a lot of the stuff about it. I'm not like tearing it down by any means. I just felt like there's those few little steps where it's like I I. I I don't know if I'm being too nitpicky here, but it's like if you're going to have a production where you're emphasizing that it's like all black, like top to bottom, mm -hmm. then I want you to make sure that everybody is doing a plus fucking job top to bottom so that it comes across like, look, we gave preferential treatment so that we could have it fit in with the storyline, but it doesn't affect the overall product. Because if you're going to have shitty makeup, mm -hmm. then that just tells me, like, well, then you just hired the makeup artist because they were black, not because they did a good job. Do you know that the makeup artist was black? I don't, but the, oh, you're the just whole... just assuming. I'm assuming because they made a point about the whole production. You know, I'm being... pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Rush Limbaugh got in a lot of trouble for saying that uh, people only like Donovan McNabb because he's a black quarterback and he's not for... You're basically making a Rush Limbaugh point, so... <laughs> sure. I'm just, I'm, just I'm just pointing out the parallel. I'm just saying... I that, don't even have an opinion. I'm going to IMDB this Whether, makeup artist. <laughs> I'm just that, saying if that's you're kind of racist too Will no, I appreciate no, I just making want to know. a point of yeah. emphasis I didn't realize no, no, that but, but, like anyway, so you're, but anyway your point is less about just, that than the overall production value yeah. I didn't realize I, the I crew was I want full was, production uh, value but I thought that a big point of Luke Cage was that they the girl I know who worked be, on the show by the way is white so just for whatever that's worth of, of course it's not going to be like 100 like that's, that's so you're saying they're not keeping it 100 no because <laughs> they can't. Well, because first there's of all, no they hired Theo Rossi. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, there's the, there's obviously Scarf was white. There's there's white characters in it. I'm sure the whole production isn't white. I'm just saying, like you cheap out on makeup. There's twelve different makeup people, so you can be pissed at all of them. Sure. And the only picture of something on IMDb is like a, like a. All right. Right. We're getting bogged down in the minutiae. Right. Uh, are there other major problems you had? With, it's, it's, uh, it's the same stuff that I've had with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Because is, your problem, is your problem that at no point during the series he's going to be Batman? It, or yeah. that's a different show. That that's my happen. problem. Yeah, my bad. With, my bad. That's Gotham. my problem with no. Luke Cage, funny enough. <laughs> is that I just, yeah, that's my big problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, when does he become Batman? Oh, he doesn't? He doesn't. We're getting, now that we're getting second seasons of things, and now that we're this far into it that you know you have a committed audience and that you're going to make money for this universe I agree yeah. yeah spend the fucking money and make the production good because you've had now See, two it's interesting of the more super powered people and anytime you deal with their powers you do quick cuts Jessica like, Jones look were pretty terrible. Some they of them were terrible. terrible you, she flies and it's just like, Rrr. there's that point where... She doesn't fly, she jumps. But anyway, well, the point when is... When Diamondback I, shoots the last Judas bullet at yeah. him in the club, they do... He's jumping with Misty and they do just like a, a jump and then he's missed. And it's like, they do a jump cut. They don't show him jumping. They yeah. don't show him dodging. It's, I, it's like, interesting that you just show something. It's interesting really you're saying this because I felt like the production, I noticed in my mind, it was a step up. You know, obviously, I, so. I think Daredevil season two was much more complicated. I think they put more money into it. There yeah. was a, you know, there were just so many ninjas. Right. Literally, it, it, should be, it should be called Daredevil season two colon so many ninjas <laughs> because there were so many ninjas. There was a lot of ninjas. Yeah. There's <laughs> no shortage of ninjas in that. But I don't know. Look, it's interesting. Interesting, uh, but uh, on the whole, though you were happy, but yeah. obviously, you know, look, not nothing's perfect. I know? love it. I just want to see them continue to step these little yeah. things up and, and make really sure solid, will. perfect As stuff. Goes on. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was just sort of general. I, I sort of got into this is, is the overall characterization. So you know, there's there's established Marvel characters who show up. Uh, I love Pop. And oh, I, love Pop. I yeah. even tweeted this. I was like 10 minutes into the series. I'm like, hey, if this is 13 hours of Luke Cage sweeping up hair at Pop's barbershop, uh, great. You yeah. Know, if if Turk and Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish, who I love, and great to see Turk again. But if they want to play chess and Luke sweeps hair and then they fight about it, doesn't have to pay. Great. You know, it's fine. Talk about old Nick team. Whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. I was in for that show. 
The show that we got was great, much more complicated That's, than that. But I would have watched a whole series my, of just my the barbershop. pitch was was uh, the next barbershop movie should be a pre uh, should be a Luke Cage prequel about yeah. pops. Like it could be you know, like a, five, mo- a month Cage. before the series starts. Yeah. Luke works there. Yep. Great. Just nothing, I'm nothing happening. Just at the uh, barbershop. But he, you know, and uh, they're just the supporting cast. I thought was great. Uh, you know, obviously overall, you know, we a lot of recognizable faces. Um, and there were, of course, some some great one-liners, some of which I wrote down. UPS isn't the only brown that delivers. <laughs> um, I love the name of the uh, the Chinese restaurant, by the way. Genghis, Genghis Khan's. Khan's. You're kidding me. I'm like, where's that, that been is by that, all That's not a comics thing? Is that in the book? I don't know. I, but I, I love, never... I, I, I'm not familiar with Genghis Khan's. Hmm. Uh, by the way, Will, something I was going to say earlier. If you're falling more and more uh, in love with Rosario Dawson, yeah. you should probably see the Danny Boyle movie called Trance that she was in. Have oh. you ever seen that? Is, is she like on drugs and it's nope. gross? Okay. Nope, not that at all. all right. It is nothing like that. Oh. Believe me, with... James McAvoy, Professor yeah, X is in it. Yeah. Uh, it did not get a lot of it. It is not perfect. You told me about it, I think. But I thought it was really good. And let's just say you'll see her in a very different light after that movie. Okay. You've never seen her like this, okay. is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Don't want to give too much Kinda away. Kind of close. I saw Sin she... City. Uh, yeah, but okay. this, I'm yeah. just telling you right now. Uh, this is, I'm not even joking about this, this is uh, so stark and surprising and you just didn't think it was going to happen I had a Twitter exchange with none other than CNN's Jake Tapper about this because he asked he's like why is nobody talking about this movie and you know we went back and forth and we talked about this thing that happens in it at some point you're going to see it and you're like oh okay am I going to be upset or am I going to be happy (laughs) well if you're upset then the rumors about you are true oh Uh, they are they are are. that's that's very true yeah uh, but anyway, I, don't know, I just wanted to mention that. I, I think in future podcasts we might, I, I might sprinkle in some of my other favorite things about the show because there were so many great lines about it. Uh, I think that you know Misty Knight is a character that if they give her, especially if they give her her bionic arm, uh, spoiler alert, she could get her own show. Yeah, I'd love to see her own show. I'd like Claire. I'd like Night Nurse to get her own show. I like that somebody calls her Night Nurse in passing, Night by nurse. the way, yeah. which was great. Um, and a little... Uh, That'd be like a Chicago Med spinoff. Fine. You, you could give Great. Misty Knight a show, but it'd have to be on CBS or something. Or no, ABC. Or whatever guess, they right? want to do. And, like if they want to give her like a six-episode show where she's a, a pr- cop. And a procedural cop show where oh. she visualizes shit. That's Great. fucking straight to CBS. That's true. No that's problem. True. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, uh, visualizer. the visualizer. The visualizer. <laughs> CSI Hell's Kitchen? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just spitballing here. Uh, and there was a great uh, Easter egg very late in the uh, 13th episode uh, after, you know, Luke heads off, which I, well, I'll talk about it in a second. But uh, Claire walks up to a uh, telephone pole and she pulls off one of those tabs from one of those, you know, ads that people post. Yeah. And uh, who is it for? Oh, it's for. Colleen Wing, who I would not have even remembered her name if you hadn't talked about how Cyclops dated her in the 70s. So that is another peripheral character in the Heroes for Hire universe. So somebody that we can expect Mm -hmm. in season two. Uh, I do know people were a little bit disappointed with the way the show ended, but, you know, you could have... How dare you set up more seasons? Well, no, that's yeah. what it is. Bastards. It's like you could have put a bow on it with the robust Colombian coffee, yeah. you know, and then, you know, just like, oh, okay, look, uh, you know, and you could have put Black Mariah and Jared. And I think we have to call it Black Mariah so that people don't think we're talking about Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure in the context of Luke Cage, everyone knows you're not talking about Mariah Carey. I, I don't know if there's anyone who's like, wait, um, wait, 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 Mariah, which Mariah? Okay, well, what Mariah if I, Carey? Hopefully what if I, she's in the next season and uh, she's light Mariah. What, what, <laughs> that'd be great. what if I said... Oh, in Luke Cage, Mariah is a vision of love. Which go. one am I talking about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I think that uh, I, I think that you know, look, yeah, you gotta paint Luke into a bit of a corner, and you know, Bobby Fish found the folder. You know, everything's gonna get tidied up. Maybe not in episode one, mm-hmm. but you're gonna watch like four of them on the first day anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be all right. The first day of viewing, you know, the story will get back to where you want it to I be. I want to see what he's gonna do in prison. Like I want to see some dope, like people trying to shank him in prison. Like, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The prison. And he's, will not, be like, he's not gonna fight back or anything. I'm no, sure. He's, he's gonna, gonna be like, like okay, uh, sure. Thanks, good, thanks. Good for maybe that. the def- maybe he'll get broken out in the defenders. Maybe. And yeah. They'll, they'll maybe, resolve it that way. Maybe the Joker will no. show up in a helicopter and break uh, him out. It's possible. Honestly, Just I think he should. Ah, I know he can't ah, because he's in jail. Ah, Wait, Will's doing the Joker. Ah. 
Uh, I don't even know how to. That is that. Uh, so that's Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, he's fucking shitty. Not guy. not Mark Hamill Joker. Uh, no. Yeah. Not Mark Hamill. How would that sound? This is hard. Yeah, you but starts, you did it on the last episode. Here like, <laughs> he starts well, low that's like good. that. Yeah. I know that was actually really good. Anyway, sorry, uh, Jack. Back to your point. I, I, I just forgot. want to hear more laughs. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> anyway, on that laughter, I think it's a great, you know, laughter being infectious and contagious. It's my spo- I think Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob, get back I think that this is I'm an from Coach. This is an excellent. <laughs> is it Dahmer from Coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is an excellent time to close the book on uh, chapter 197 of the Black Cast. 197 on an undercover cop. <laughs> I wonder what that police code is. Well, because 187 is, is the one you're talking about, but 197, we don't, I'm, I'm sure I could Google it, but I won't. Uh, so uh, for Agent Starling, at Will Sterling underscore, mm-hmm. Captain EO, at Jeff Duray. Don't Tweet forget the answer to me. Tweet the answer to him. Tweet yeah. your answers. At Tweet Black your answers <laughs> at Blackcast, and don't forget to follow at Blackcast on Twitter. Tune in next week. True believer. Like, like the Blackcast on Facebook, and uh, we have Blackcast.com as always. <clears throat> and uh, drum roll, please. We can finally announce that Blackcast number 200 is going to be a live streaming video event on our YouTube page, the Blackcast YouTube page, Sunday, November 13th from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 5 Pacific, so make sure you see us then. But we will see you next time on the Blackcast. I need to pee. I should leave that in. Can I do that? You know what? That's one day you can't on the undercover car. Yeah, and you don't stop. Cause it's one day seven on the undercover car. Creep with me as I crawl through the hood. Maniac, lunatic, calling Snoopy Sword. Kicking dust as I bust.